Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Three Inning Save podcast. This is Eric Steven. This is a special one-off episode um, with Shohei Otani signing with the Dodgers this week. Uh, we talked about it on the last episode, uh, but this is a special episode for you. This is an interview with Jeff Fletcher. He writes for the Southern California News Group and the Orange County Register specifically and co- has covered the Angels for a number of years, uh, including the first six years of Shohei Otani's career. I talked to him about uh, covering Shohei Otani, uh, what to look for, and uh, how to buy Jeff's book, which uh, he wrote about uh, Shohei Otani. And you'll uh, hear in the interview how to purchase that book, because I think it is something you'll want to read if you want to know uh, the most interesting player in baseball. So without further ado, here's my interview with Jeff Fletcher about the, Do- the newest Dodger, uh, Shohei Otani. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary VTW, void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus okay with me today is uh, jeff fletcher he writes for the southern california news group at the orange county register covers the angels um he has a book uh titled uh, Showtime, the inside story of Shohei Otani and the greatest baseball season ever played, which might be relevant to some Dodgers fans uh, because he he, obviously he just signed. Uh, Jeff, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you, Eric? Awesome. Um, This has been a a very weird week. Uh, (laughs) Just how everything sort of went down uh, with with the um, with the trade. It's weird because, you know, Shohei Otani very easily is like the most famous baseball player in the world. But I think also not a lot of people know a lot about him. Um, uh, in, I mean, I don't know, not necessarily like personally, that's part of it, but like, um, can you just off the top, I guess, for those who aren't familiar with Shohei Otani, what, what exactly do you think the Dodgers are getting in, in a Shohei Otani? Well, I mean, obviously he is, when he's healthy and at his best, he's one of the best pitchers in baseball and one of the best hitters in baseball, which is amazing. You know, it's it's nothing short of amazing. It's not just, you know, a guy who's sort of good at one. You know, he's, he's really elite at both. Uh, now, obviously, the pitching part is a little bit of a question because he just had another Tommy John surgery. But, uh, you know, I wouldn't put it past him to to come back and be just as good as he was before. And uh, I think the thing that, that people probably don't know about him is how he does this. And it's just an uh, incredible amount of talent to begin with. But then he's he's got a work ethic that is uh, really off the charts and not just the quantity of the work he does, but the efficiency of it because there's not enough hours in a day really to uh, to be a good pitcher and hitter unless you know exactly what you need to do and not make one more throw than you need or take one more swing than you need. And that's really what he's mastered over these years that he's been uh, been doing both uh, so well for the Angels. Um, I know, you know, coming over to the Angels in, in 2018, there was obviously a lot of unknown. No one's really ever done, you know, both pitching and hitting at least full time or, or with, with any success at the same time in like over a century at least. And he was, you know, very steadfast in wanting to do both. And um, what do you think 
it was that made him choose the angels in um in sort of i guess fostering that uh, being able to do both well it seems like from his uh final teams that he picked the seven teams uh five of them were on the west coast so Mm -hmm. it seems pretty much like he wanted to be on the west coast and it also seemed pretty much like he uh wanted to be a dh because at the time there was no dh in the national league and you know if he really were going to hit full time he would have needed to play outfield or something when he wasn't pitching which i don't think he really uh wanted to do so right there that pretty much eliminates uh makes it the angels and mariners obviously the oakland days i don't think were really they were not a finalist (laughs) but uh but if you look at the angels and mariners you know it's southern california uh big payroll mike trout you know it all kind of made sense at that time and obviously billy epler was the general manager of the angels at the time super personable guy can like sell anybody on anything uh i think he really swayed otani so i think when you add all that up that's how he ended up with the angels it's certainly an interesting question if the dh had been in the national league in 2018 maybe he would have been with the dodgers then so uh, who mm-hmm. knows and uh you know he he's been through i guess this specific scenario before with his first Tommy John surgery at the end of the 2018 season and then he so he was just just a hitter in 2019 it i'm i'm saying this it's funny because you know saying he's just a hitter i know maybe 2019 he wasn't where he's at now but he's if he's just a hitter he's already like you know one of the best hitters in baseball just on its own it just feels funny to talk about him in a way where he, oh, he's only hitting, you know, that's, it just seems, it almost discounts what he does. Yeah. That, that's, well, that's kind of, yeah. I do got to say that if you look at his 2019 hitting stats, they were pretty ordinary. Uh, yeah. I mean, and, and I think that what, what he said or what, you know, there were a lot of people around him that thought in retrospect that because he couldn't pitch, and he was only a DH, he really just uh, kind of overdid it and just drove himself crazy swinging. And when, you know, something would start to go wrong with his swing, he would just go in the cage and take like a million swings. And that's just not good for him. And um, so I think that's why, you know, there's this sort of narrative that, oh, you know, if he just picked one or the other, think of how much better he would be. And then obviously, if you look at, you know, in 21, 22, and 23, when he was doing both, he was better at both uh, from doing both. So I think yeah. that uh, the, the real interesting thing to see in 24 is going to be what did he learn from 2019 as far as how to handle himself as just a hitter because he's going to be in the same situation again. So uh, I think certainly, you know, if he, if he comes out and hits uh, whatever he did in 2017, if he hits 20 two homers with a 870 OPS uh, for the Dodgers in 2024. I think people are probably not going to be thrilled with that for uh, the money they're paying him or the money they're deferring to him. But right. uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how he's learned from that and, and how different things are going to be this time. Yeah. They'd say, well, that's pretty good for a $2 million guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, just the getting back to the, just sort of doing both things, even, you know, it's an all-star game. It's an exhibition, but going through, um, I, I'm, I'm losing track of which year this was, 
but the year he did the home run derby and then started the next, I know it's a, it's a, it's an all-star game. It's only one inning, but just the physicality of that is like astonishing to me. Like, um, you know, going through that sort of a process, like that's, that's pretty amazing. Uh, that was 21 and it was in Coors Field. To yeah. Add to oh that. God. Yeah. So I remember, uh, Max Muncie, uh, was there at that all-star yeah. game and he had previously been in a home run derby and he said i don't know how he's doing this because it takes it out of you to play in this place and uh to be able to um do to, to do a home run derby in this atmosphere is incredible and then to come out and pitch the next day is really uh it's really wild so um that was just a, a pretty incredible display he put on in those two days. And uh, I'm not surprised that he chose not to do it again when he was back at the All-Star game in 22 and 23. He said, like, I'll let somebody else pitch. I'll let somebody else do the home run derby. I'm just here to have a good time, get a couple of bats, and uh, move on. As, as we're recording this, it's the day before he's going to be introduced at Dodger Stadium at a press conference. And I was stunned to learn this around the, I guess this must have been around the time the awards came out because I think you you mentioned it. Sam Blum might have mentioned it too. But it, he hasn't talked to reporters since like August something. August when, when exactly? Wow. That, that seems remarkable to me, especially, I mean, part of it, like he didn't, he wasn't, he didn't play for the last, what, three weeks of the season. But, but even that, like that's, that seems, um, that seems odd, but you know, you know, this sort of goes into the how we don't know a ton about Shohei Otani, just sort of, um, just generally. But you, you know, you wrote wrote the book on him. It's a very good book, from what I've heard. I have not read it yet, um, but again, this is you know something I'm definitely looking forward to getting into. Um, but is, is there something about Shohei that you know we see? Uh, just watching him play, is there something um, that people might not know about him um, that you can sort of share with us? I mean, I think one of the things that uh, you really get when you watch a lot of him and not just the highlights is he really is having a good time out on the field. Um, you see him joking around with, with players on the other team, clearly in English, obviously. And, uh, you know, he's 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 kind of so happy to be doing what he's doing. Um, my, one of my favorite little Otani scenes was uh, when he was in a little bit of a hitting slump in uh, 2022, <clears throat> and he was uh, started doing CPR on his bat in the dugout. Huh. And uh, everybody got a kick out of that, and it you know went viral and everything like that. So that's just kind of the guy he is. He's just a really fun-loving uh, teammate, player to be around, guys on other teams like him. So uh, all that kind of goes – you know, doesn't show up on the stats. Um, and, and just from afar, I, you know, I haven't, you know, covered him in person or anything. I know I've been at a few like Dodgers Angels games with him there, but, you know, covering the other side, just from the other dugout, it seems like so many play other players and like even Dave Roberts, they sort of speak of him, you know, reverently just because they're, everyone is like in awe of what, what he's doing. <laughs> like, I think they sort of see it too uh, in that respect. Yeah. I mean, in, in a lot of ways, you know, we can all sit out here and talk about how amazing it is what Otani does, but we don't even understand it as much as the players do because mm -hmm. they know how hard it is to do just one of the things he's doing and uh, to be able to do both 
is just unbelievable. I remember talking to a, a starting pitcher, I forget who it was, but he said, you know, the day after I pitch, I can like barely move. And Otani's out there taking five at bats and batting third, you know? So uh, it's just, it's, it's pretty incredible. I know in the early going, I guess it was probably, I think this was maybe in 2020. Um, they were, the angels were still sort of um, spacing him out a little bit to where what he maybe wouldn't uh, DH the day before or after his starts. Was that, is that right? And they sort of, that uh, well, got relaxed 20, over the years. 2018 was really the, uh, the the year that he had significant pitching. He made about uh, 12 starts before he hurt his elbow, and they had a, a pretty strict routine where he wouldn't DH the day before or after he pitched, and he wouldn't hit when he pitched. So it was basically like he would pitch on Sunday, and he would bat Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and he'd be off Monday and Saturday. Um, that's kind of a typical week for him. Yeah. And, uh, 2019, he didn't pitch at all. <clears throat> 2020, he really didn't pitch because it was a shortened season. Yeah. And then 2021, they finally said, like, let's forget all that. And they just played him basically every day that he said he wanted to play. And obviously, you see what happened. Kind of kind of trusting him to know that whether he was, you know, ready or uh, physically ready, I guess, is, is at that point. Yeah, I think that Otani uh, came with a reputation from Japan that they said that the Japanese uh, people that worked with him said you have to slow him down. You can't trust him to tell you when he's when he needs a break. But what happened in between 2018 and 2021 was he learned a lot about himself. He got hurt, which taught him some more about himself. And he also went to driveline uh, in the winter before the 21 season. And so he got all this sort of empirical data that shows like when he really needed, he could measure things that would tell him when he needed a rest and when he didn't. And all that stuff went into the mix before 2021. So he was able to tell them when he needed a break and when he didn't. And it turns out he really didn't. So he pretty much played every day yeah. uh, in the three seasons and uh, seemed to work out. That, that it, it really, it, it, it's hard to understate like how good and what he did these last three seasons. Like he, you mentioned him, him sort of finding that, you know, like proof of concept in the data, I guess, in this case, and obviously knowing his body, but then now he, he's the proof of concept that this can be done, right? Like that's the, the amazing part of this. Um, I know the Dodgers have said uh, like Dave Roberts, I believe at the winter meetings, I saw his video. I did not go, uh, but I saw his interview, uh, the famous interview where he, he said they met with Shohei Otani and everyone freaked out. But no, uh, he also mentioned that, you know, they're pretty confident that, you know, he eventually he's going to pitch again. And, and um, do you do you sort of see that happening? I, obviously, it's hard to, you know, predict the future, but you, you anticipate he's just he's going to just go right back into pitching in 2025. Um, I mean, I think I'm sure that's his plan and I yeah. certainly don't doubt it, but uh I would say it's not a slam dunk. And I would also right. say that the number of years he's going to pitch after coming back and the quality of the pitching after he comes back is a little bit of a question. Um, at this point, there are two guys in the history of Major League Baseball who've made 100 starts after their second Tommy John surgery. Two. Hmm. Uh, one of them is Nate Evaldi, 
Um, and another one was Chris Capuano from a long time ago, who was never really that great. So mm -hmm. obviously there are certainly, there's a pretty good group of pitchers right now who are rehabbing from their second Tommy John that everybody thinks are going to join that list. You know, in addition to Otani, there's Walker Bueller and Jacob deGrom, uh, uh, Clanahan from Tampa Bay. So uh, all these guys should theoretically be adding to the list. And, you know, as we get more into the technology and know about the rehab, you know, maybe the, the outcomes are a little more predictable. But as we sit here today, it's just not a huge list of people that have done it. So I think you have to kind of keep that in mind. Um, another one of those uh, two Tommy John surgery pitchers, Daniel Hudson, uh, just as before we recorded today, he's I guess he's back uh, going to be back with the Dodgers on a minor league deal. He had two just the worst luck. Uh, I forget. I'm, I'm always mixed up which knee it was, but he tore the ACL in one knee, missed a year, came back in June. Then within a week, sprained the other knee and he was out for the season. Uh, but like for him, his two Tommy John surgeries were a decade ago and he sort of, he carved in, carved out like 10 years of, you know, solid relief work. And maybe, maybe something like that, uh, could be the blueprint eventually. Like if, if, if starting doesn't work out, maybe just to ease the workload or whatever. You know, I, lots of people have this theory about Otani being a reliever. They think it'd be easier on his arm, et cetera. I don't understand how he would do that if he's yeah. if he's DHing. How's he supposed to warm up? Is he gonna? I mean, he, sure, he did it in the WBC for one game for the championship game, but I just don't think you can do it regularly. And and what's going to happen if it's a uh, you know one of these extra inning games where your closer warms up four times because he's getting ready to to come in or you know that kind of thing? And um, you know, we, using him two days in a row, three days in a row is not necessarily the greatest thing for somebody who's had arm trouble. So uh, I don't really see that as being yeah. a thing. And maybe that could be a last ditch if, if other stuff goes wrong, but, and I don't think he would like it either. So mm -hmm. I think the whole Otani as a reliever thing is, is not really very realistic. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense. As you say it, um, I'm just wondering as a hypothetical, not, you know, not to get too far ahead of ourselves here, but you know, is, is the issue there like the simply going down to the bullpen and, and coming back like to warm up? Because I guess would the alternative be, could you create a situation where he's like in the, in the batting cage, you know, near the dugout or whatever, whatever the closest one is, you know, like to, to, to warm up. Is, is that even feasible? Like, or is this just sort of grasping at this point? Like, I mean, I'm sure they would try that sort of thing. Uh, yeah. you know, different ballparks have different types of, you know, batting cage arrangements and the, the mounds in those things are not really the same quality that you would have in the bullpen to prepare. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's just a whole complicated bunch of logistics that nobody else has really tackled. So uh, I'm sure all that stuff would get experimented with, but th these are questions for like four years from now, maybe if sure. he's come back in 2025 and, and things aren't working or he's gotten hurt again, that's when you start to talk about this stuff. But I think that his best use is just to be a, a regular starting pitcher and DH. Um. You know, going through back through your career, I know you 
you were in the Bay Area for a while and you covered Barry Bonds during like his entire home run barrage and MVP run with the Giants. Um, the the sort of media crush and um, sort of baseball world like ascending on that. How do how do you think that compares to what uh, Otani has faced? I guess the last couple of years. Well, with Bonds, it really just kind of came when he was chasing records. With mm-hmm. Otani, it's there all the time. So yeah. that's the difference. Is that they're pretty much on everyday basis. There may be seven to ten members of the Japanese media that are there at every single game, and then there are another. 50 of them that kind of come in and out and, you know, so it, the, the group swells and goes up and down depending on where they're going and when he's pitching and that kind of thing. So uh, with bonds, it was just, you know, as he'd come up to one of the records or milestone or something like that, there would be an extra 10 to 20 national media there kind of hanging around, but it's all the time with, with Otani. Um, in your in uh, Otani's six years with the Angels, do you, do you have a um, a favorite moment either on the on the field or off um, covering him? I think my favorite moment it was actually it's like the intro to the book is the first game he pitched of the twenty one season. That uh, so at this point you remember he was he was great for the first half of eighteen, then he was kind of a mediocre hitter in nineteen, and then in twenty he got hurt again as a pitcher and was terrible as a hitter, like hit yeah. under 200. So he came out in 21, and it was like, I don't know if this is ever going to happen again. And he was pretty good in spring training, and we're like, oh, well, you know, maybe. And then the first game that he pitches of the season, in the top of the first inning, he hit 100 miles an hour like four times. And then in the bottom of the first inning, he hit a home run about 450 feet. Ball left the bat at 115 miles an hour. So – Obviously, hardly anybody in the big leagues can do either one of those things, and certainly nobody in the big leagues does both of them. And he did both of them in about a 15-minute span of his first game of the season. So that, to me, was kind of like, oh, my God, this could really happen again. He might be back, and we might finally see what we've been waiting to see since 2018. So I'm always going to remember that moment. It was sort of like his rebirth well, yeah. So he, he's uh, he's certainly a unique player, um, Jeff. I can't thank you enough for for joining us here. Um, can you tell everyone um, where to get your book? What's the best place for them to go to to buy your book? Uh, yeah, you know, you can just go on Amazon. It's probably the the easiest way. Uh, they also have a you know Barnes and Noble usually has it. Uh, anywhere you buy books, you just uh, you can Google Showtime S H O Time and uh, my name, Jeff Fletcher, it'll pop up right there. And it's uh, the paperback version has an extra chapter that was written after the WBC. The uh, hardcover version just goes through the 21 season. I see. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting my hands on it. I know uh, obviously a lot of Dodger fans will want to read that too because great player. Um, I'm, uh, knowing your work, I'm sure it, it's a, it's greatly chronicled in that book. So again, thanks a lot for joining us today. That's it for uh, three innings save. We will have our regular episode in a few days, but thanks to Jeff Fletcher for joining us and we'll, uh, we'll see you next week.